listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you believe last week was amazing, check out what's getting ready to happen next. It was so good that we couldn't put it all on the same plate. So here is your second serving of our discussion on manifestation. See, the problem then is John the Baptist is, uh, is not revealed until he's manifested until his appointed time. Yes, sir. But when he was revealed, his hair was all over his head. Woo! He had camel, uh, hair, camel hair on, uh, for, on clothes. for clothes. Yes, he sir. smelled very bad and he ate locusts. wild locusts yes, sir. and honey. Yeah. So then you would look at him and say, that ain't manifestation. That ain't. Yeah. See, the, the reason, yeah. the reason yeah. why most there people miss the manifestation <laughs> is because it looked like John. <laughs> they, they thought they, they're looking for the manifestation to look like Jesus. Yes, sir. You know, on yes, the Mount sir. of the Transfiguration yes, with a white glowing light and, yes, and, and his eyes are shining and, and his hair is like lamb's wool and his feet are, are, yes, are, are, are like bronze. And, and, and that's what they're looking for. But sometimes manifestation talk, looks brother. like a filthy, stinking Ooh. preacher in the desert eating yes, bugs sir. and yes, honey sir. for dinner. What yes, happens sir. when manifestation is ugly? See, most people want to. That's why John did what most of the people found him in the backside. Preach, Reverend. Because that's why we keep the manifestation that yes, we sir. don't like. That it, what does it appear to be? Sometimes manifestation is ugly. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it's ugly. You, but you know what? Here, here's the real deal. Here's the real deal. When you do the etymology of the word manifestation, yes, sir. it comes from the Latin manifestus, mm -hmm. which lets us know that many of our manifestations have been infested by man. It's really a man infestus. Man yeah. infestus. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a man infestation. Talk, Reverend. Too much man, too much flesh, too much us, too much self. Yeah. And it goes from manifestation to man infestation. <laughs> you God now. This now a, you're God. Now you God. Now you God. And I'm a jealous God. Yes, sir. This is one of the Ten Commandments. And there would be and no for other people, And, 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 and for, he did not come to abolish the law, but to what? Fulfill. Fulfill it. So I am still a jealous God. Yes, sir. And I will have no other God before me. He ain't so changed. now Talk, you become an idol. Yeah. And, and here are five things, maybe four, yes, that the Lord gave me that you have to be careful when your manifestation becomes man infestation. Talk, Number Reverend. one, Talk, Reverend. Talk, when it becomes man infestation, you have now ignored the sovereignty of God. Yes, sir. That now I think I get to have it, even though God says not yet, because when the dreamer is immature, immature and the dream is premature, premature God, God says wait. wait. So now I, ha I have to be careful that I'm not trying to be sovereign, that I'm trying to make God do a thing on my time because I'm calling it. You're not going to force God to do it in your time frame because you desire it. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Matthew 7 and 7, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be. Don't, don't you know that every time we are looking for the miracle? It requires the human responsibility and the patience of the miracle receiver to wait on the miracle worker. All right. So sometimes I got to go get the water pot and I got to bring it to him. And then I got to wait on him to bring the water in the wine. Or I got to go to the pool and I got to dip seven times. Or I got to pick up my bed after 38 yes, years yes, and wait on the angel to trouble the water. Whatever the miracle <laughs> is, there is always an incubation period. Yes, and this 
is what most people do not know about manifestation is that, yes, you can call a thing, yeah. but it must line up with the will of God. Let oh me stop, God. because if we read 1 Kings 17 and oh 1, the Bible says that there was a king. Yes, sir. Ahab that just had become king over the land, but yet there was a prophet named Elijah yeah, who was yeah. in the place of Tishbad. Yeah. And the Bible says that he says, yeah. as the Lord said to me, I say to you, there will be no rain nor dew for three years. So it looks like yes, Elijah called the thing into being. Yeah. But remember, he's the spokesman of God. Yes, so when he came out and revealed that there would be no rain, he was echoing, 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 echoing yeah, what yeah. God had already said to him. Talking, he man. didn't just decide it wasn't going to rain. Yeah. He was a servant of God. He had time with God. He had prayed with God. He had fasted with God. And God says, you know what, Elijah, ain't going to be no rain. Elijah says, listen, I can come out and say with holy boldness yes, sir. as a prophet of God that there will be no rain. And I say to every preacher and every prophet, yes, we're not healing people with our mouth. We are healing people with our faith because Woo. God has already done decide to heal them and then we speak those things that are not as though they were because he spoke those he things Reverend, Reverend. so we echoing echo all the way back from the time that yeah. Jesus walked the earth yeah. we could all just name this the echo the chamber it's the echo chamber <laughs> I, I, we, so, yeah. someone is going to ask for scripture yeah. in the new testament and for, for those people that need scripture of what pastor is saying Hebrews 13 5 says let your conversation blah 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 he says for he has said I will never leave thee nor forsake you. That is Hebrews 13, 5. It says, so that we may boldly say. Yeah. He has said. God has said first. Yeah. So that we. This is for those who need. They don't want the story of Elijah and all of that. This is New Testament. Talk Paul right. is saying, for God has said. So that we may say, and Pastor, you've taught us about the word being a double-edged sword. Because now, when God says it, we, we repeat talk, it. Talk. So it is consistent, and there is proof in the Bible that oh, whatever we're oh, saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, all right, now you got me. You got me, you got me, you got me. Because that's James. The word of yeah. God yeah. is sharper than any two-edged two sword. Talk, man. But the word edge in the Greek means tongue. Hold on. So you shouldn't have did that to me because now you got me excited. The word of God. Go back and study it. Read it in the Greek. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word sword is actually tongue. Because the only reason the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword or tongue is because it only, it's, it's his tongue in connection with my tongue. And it only cuts yeah, if yeah. my tongue will lines up with his will. See, oh there you go. So it only cuts if I'm saying what he's Ooh. saying. Revan, because it's his will. It's his will. It's his will. Revelation chapter, here, I can do, Revelation chapter 2. I'm about to run out of here. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1. Unto the angel of the church of, of Ephesus, write, these things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand. Every time we go back, all right, listen. And the angel of the church in Smyrna write, these things saith first and last, which was dead and now is alive. And the angel of the church in Pergamos write, these things saith he, which has the sharp sword with two edges. Help me, Holy oh, Ghost. Until the angel of the church in Thyatira write, these things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto a flame of fire. So on and so forth. I bet you if I go to chapter 3, it says the same thing. Up. Oh, and the angel of the church in Sardis write these things. Every revelation that we have first came from the angel of the Lord. 
then to the leader of the church. And then the leader of the church said it to the people. So when I come up and I say God says that you can claim the house, it's because God has already told me that he's about to release houses. And then when I come up and say, go get the house, it ain't because I'm going to say it and you're going to get a house. Yeah. It's because in my prayer time, the angel of the Lord told me I'm in a season right now. I'm ready. I'm getting ready to give houses that you didn't build. Go tell the people. I come to the go pulpit. The God told me to tell you to go claim the house that you want. And then you'll get it because his echo. tongue and my tongue. It's an echo, 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 echo. I'm saying what he Woo. said. But <laughs> here is where most of us fail. We love the speaking, but we never get to the doing. Yes, sir. Yes. That's, That's it. it. Yes. Pastor, I, it's funny you segued into that because I think right the there. most important lessons in life are the hardest to learn. Mm-hmm. I think about the three Hebrew boys. They're in this fiery furnace, mm-hmm. and they're in there because they refuse to stop praying. Yes, sir. And the manifestation appeared in their doing of defying what the order of the king was. Yeah that they were willing even unto death to serve God in a way that this says, I'm going to still obey God because if I obey him, I'm not worried about what man can do to me. I'm not worried about the effects of the flames. And immediately in the, after the flames got hotter, the manifestation of God. And I think could it be that there are times in our lives where we're waiting on ourselves to manifest in times and in season where God has not manifested. We have to wait into the fire because if I go through the fire, I'll come out as pure gold. I like what you talked about, the, the rotting of the metal. And see, it has to be formed. And the, the process of being formed, uh, if, if I think of an ironsmith, when he has that metal, uh, when it's liquefied, it's, it's in that, that, that vessel But then he has this device that he blows air on it. That's the quickening. And I believe that there there, there is the the Holy Spirit will begin to blow on what God is forming in him for you. And sometimes when then, when we go out of God's will and manifest things on our own, God says, I'm going to take your manifestation. I'm going to throw it back in the fire. And yes, you manifested this relationship and it ended in divorce. I'm going to take that manifestation back in the fire and this time I'm going to rot it with the quickening and now I'm going to come out a whole different person. God is the only one that has the power of creation. Good God Almighty. Brandon, what do you got to add to that? Because what you got me thinking about man infestation come on, man. versus the manifestation. When I, when I, when, and I'm going to toss it to you because uh, there is another idea that manifestation at its origin means watch this. It doesn't mean to speak with the mouth. The word manifestation in its original language means to catch with the hand. So here we are speaking and speaking and speaking, but we ain't reaching up and grabbing it and we're not catching it. You have to grab hold of what God said. Yeah, you have to take hold of what God said. That's manifestation that that I heard what God said and I grabbed it. I pushed toward the mark for the prize of the upward call. I grabbed it and, and I caught it by hand and that is when things begin to manifest in my life when I catch a hold of what God said. Go ahead, B. I believe it's when you have faith to trust and believe what God has said that you would reach and grab something. Yes, sir. But if you don't have the faith to believe what he said, you're going to be operating in doubt Mm. and trying to make something happen on your own because you don't trust 
in what God said, what he spoke. You don't trust in his ability to make something or bring something about. Have you ever, oh have you ever operated in doubt? Absolutely. Look in the camera and talk to a thousand people who've operated in doubt and tell them how you overcame doubt. For me, I struggled with believing that God could make something happen for me physically here on earth when I knew that it was a struggle to hear his voice for me. But in order to hear his voice, I had to decrease myself, decrease who I was, decrease what I thought that I knew, and submit my mind, my tongue, my physical ability, everything that I had to God, so that that way, once I started hearing what he said, I could continue to move in faith according to what he spoke. And then that's when he begins to bring about what he uh, has planned for my life, what he has purpose for my life, what, where he positioned me, and that's when he begins to open things up that I could never even imagine even sitting on a stage like this. Well, man, you, you, you've literally, he's literally embodying manifestation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because he's been speaking it. Mm-hmm. I remember when he met me, he said, Pastor, one day I'm going to sit on the stage with you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get up here because he spoke it. He got up here because he showed up when it wasn't his turn to speak. Talk, Reverend. It caught it. That's he the work. It. And that's he the work. It. By faith. That's he the work. That's, that's the, the rot. Yes, sir. And, 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 and he came and listened to us talk week yes, after week after week after week. Oh, all of a sudden, he's an overnight success. No. He didn't manifest it because he spoke it. He manifested because he caught it. He showed up when it wasn't his turn. And then all of a sudden, the person who had the decision saw the person who was present. And then all of a sudden, it's manifestation. Now, people who will want to be in this position will be at home talking about, God, one day I want to be up there. One day I want to be up there. One day I want to be up there, but would never come here until it's their time to be here. And it'll never manifest because you can speak it all day. But if you don't, if you don't show up, if you don't catch it by the hand, if you don't align with the permissive or perfect or salvific or uh, uh, sovereign will of God, then it'll never come into your life. I saw you raise your hand, then I'm going to come to you, Torrance. So this is just to piggyback on what Pastor Torrance said. When... When you try to make something manifest on your own, you become arrogant. And so God just kept telling me this past week, he said, most people, when they operate in arrogance, they always act like they've arrived somewhere. But you haven't arrived when you haven't killed any giants. You haven't arrived when you, and you haven't brought life to somebody else. All you did was merely show up. That's quickening. Nobody's expected you to be here, so they're not expecting your arrival. You just showed up. So just be grateful that I allowed you to be in this place with people who have slayed giants. Awesome. 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 (laughs) Pastor, I thought when you were talking, you know, I had a Pastor Raymond moment. People want presence without being present. (laughs) And so. uh, Can't take two words and do that, can't he? can do that. But, Pastor, in in piggybacking what Brandon said, um, it, it brought me to 2 Peter 3 and 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Um, but it says, as some men count slackness, but in long suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I think manifestation comes to those, again, who are willing to wait. This scripture, 
the writer's letting us know through long suffering, not that we should perish. And I think manifestation for some, we're not willing to wait on others to do the manifesting for us. So we want to manifest it ourselves. It's like you go home and you thought Stephanie was supposed to have the food. She didn't have the food. I'm going to go fix it myself. No, you can't manifest with something that was originally designed for somebody else to manifest for you because you may know how to make it, but I'm sure your mom's uh, soup, egusi soup, <laughs> tastes better if you wait for it than if you go to do it yourself. Oh my Pastor, I, I don't know how my mind works because when you're saying something and when he's saying something, I ask Pastor Torrance, I think in conversations. Yeah. And while you were saying that and you're talking about being in the position and being at the right place, scriptures that are connected and, and the scripture that came to my mind, I, I think in scriptures is, for this purpose was the Son of God, God made, made manifest. Yes, okay, let's keep that aside. The, the whole earth is waiting for the manifestation of yes, the sons sir. of God. Yes, so the reason why God or Jesus in flesh, which is God, could manifest things is because he was manifested. Mm. Yeah. And could it be possible that a lot of people that are not manifested are trying to manifest things? And by the way, before you manifest, the whole earth is not waiting for the manifestation of the signs. But sons, before you manifest things, have you manifested? A lot of people want to manifest the house, the car, the job, the this, and that's fine. But you have not yet manifested. Listen, when you are in your season, everything you touch turns to gold. When you are in your season, everything works out. All things, this is why we, we, we keep calling for things and nothing is happening. Because you're trying to manifest things when you have not manifested. The reason Jesus showed up. And he turned water to wine. And he, and he fed the 5,000 was because his time of manifestation had shown up. You remember when he turned, when he turned water to wine? Remember, they, they said, listen, you know, Jesus, we ran out of wine. The first thing he said is, my hour has not yet come. He said it's not. But his mama says, do whatever he says. And see, that's the problem. Are we willing to do whatever he says? Before time. Before time. Remember, Daniel was trying to get clarity from God. He had to pray and fast for 21 days. Yes, sir. Before he got a sign. Yes, sir. How many of us are guilty of, hey, if it didn't, I went to church on Sunday and I, I tried to manifest health for my mom because she was sick and she's still in the, she's still in the hospital, so I don't believe. Yes, sir. See, it's, we got to understand the difference between manipulation and manifestation. Oh, you're not gonna manipulate God into a miracle on, man. like he's dumb and don't know what's going on. What, where where do I drop the mic? You drop the mic. Where do I drop the mic? Pastor Torrance, man, say been, something, man. I'm gonna say something, man, because I've been about to run up here, man. But listen, I was looking at something on social media, and mm. it was uh, Jay Prince, and Jay Prince said that everybody when you wake up, wake, oh man, I saw it. Everybody got a chance and a choice and a choice. Yes, sir. And when I thought about that, I said, everybody has the opportunity to come do the work part of manifestation because you got a chance to show up like Brandon did when you didn't, when you had the opportunity to come show up. Now, your choice is what will you do with the chance that was given? Because the manifestation is really after the choice. You got to make the right choice. To see the manifestation. Yes. So now here we are, Pastor. That once 
the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar is walking around his palace and he says, look what I have done. Yes, sir. I didn't, did not I build, I manifest this great kingdom. And the Bible says that a voice comes down from heaven and says, Nebuchadnezzar, you're removed from this kingdom. I'm going to put you in the field, and seven times are going to pass over you, and you're going to have to eat grass like oxen. Mm. Now, here we are. I've already manifested something, but if I don't make the choice to throw my manifestation back to the one who gave it to me, then I'll be separated from the thing that I thought I created. That's, that's in Samuel. That's in Samuel. That's in 1 Samuel. Yes, sir. Uh, chapter 8. Yes, sir. When, when Samuel... Um, is kind of dethroned because the people now want a king. That's it. And and then he goes and picks Saul. Saul. And and I was talking oh. about this last time. We oh spoke. boy! Everybody talks about how Saul ended, but he started good. He the started Bible good. says he was a yes, good sir. man. He was a keeper of his father's uh, uh, a flock and his all that flock. kind of stuff. Yes, sir. But see, the manifestation became man infestation. See, that's it, man. And that's when he lost the oil. I'm also reminded of John five. Remember, the Bible talks about Lazarus. Mm-hmm. And and he had two sisters who, um, you know, were used to hosting God. Yeah. And this time that he shows up after a, a long day because they went to send for him because <laughs> their brother had passed away. Right. And the Bible says that he tarried. Yeah. And he waited four days before he yes, showed sir. up. Yes, sir. And when he showed up, they were arguing. They were arguing about who was going to get a chance to serve him. And, and, and when God shows up, we know the story. They says, our, our brother, your friend. See, yeah, people, when yeah. they want to manipulate you, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. Not, they see, you got to be careful with manipulation and manifestation. Because yes, now they thought if they Woo. called him your friend, he would hurry up and do something yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Your friend whom you love, you. your cousin, yeah, yeah. Is, is, is dead. And now he knows. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I got the yeah. message. Yeah. I, I'm God. I'm yeah. sovereign. I got a sovereign will. I yeah. know all yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I'm here on the fourth day. Now I'm here. Oh, and he going to get up. Yeah, I know he's going to yeah. get up again at the, at the resurrection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am the resurrection yeah. and the life, and no one comes to the Father except by me. Now, we put all of that into the biblical language, which it explains. But now we've got to step out of the biblical language and let's step into the cultural lane and find out that the bible doesn't say this but cultural says that they believe that whenever a man died mm-hmm. that the spirit, spirit hovered, hovered over the body for three yes, days yes, sir. so then it is intentional yes sir that he shows up on the fourth day not just listen not just to go against the custom but so that they will understand that he is not the christ Because the Christ is going to get up on the third day morning. So he's not just working on the culture. He's working on the Christ. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Reverend. Wait wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because he wants them to know who Lazarus is not. Yes, sir. Oh, he is not Jesus. He's not. And he's not about to get up on the third day with all power. So I'm showing up on the fourth day to show you who I am and who he ain't. Let's put that aside. And you're not going to manipulate me into manifestation. So I'm going to get him up on the fourth day. I'm going to get him up on the fourth day. Wait. <laughs> Why you keep messing with me? Wait a minute. We need water for Pastor Thorns. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can he have some of that water? That's, the, that's theology, man. That's, that's it. That's theology. Reverend. 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 
Reverend, we, it ain't it. nothing else. We need to shut down because that's theology. You need that to give man showed up break. on the fourth day to show that he was the Christ and Lazarus was not. Because remember, that's theology. He was listen. Wouldn't he was already in a tomb? Yeah. Man. The stone was already over the tomb. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. He had, it, being connected to God, he already had a reputation yeah. and notoriety. Yeah, relationship. He had relationship. Yeah. Oh my God. So some would have thought, ooh, if he wakes up. Oh, my God. This is the Maybe. This is this. Revan. So he, he doesn't show up until Listen, the body stinks. We are going for another the, 20 minutes. The enemy wanted saying. that. Man, man, the enemy wanted that. Yeah. Think about this. The enemy would have celebrated if he would have raised him up on the third day. Absolutely. Because Christ wouldn't have been who he was. It would have, it would have taken oh my away from God. the glory. It would have taken because he would have been present. So he oh wants my to show God. the spirit of, uh, uh, is not hovering, so the spirit is gone. Oh my so now, God. I'm, going, I'm getting ready to raise Lazarus up on my terms. And he made them wait four days. On, Listen, for something he could have done without showing up. Yes. Oh, He did not have to be present. Reverend. Oh, my God. I'm about to. He did it before. He did it before. He spoke. Oh, my God. He said, let there be light. Oh he did. He spoke everything we knew into existence. So why would he have to be where Lazarus was? Just to raise him. He could have spoke it. Remember when he was on the cross? He says, y'all, y'all don't know who I am. All I got to do is call my daddy. And he'll send legions. He'll send legions of angels to get oh me off of this cross. God. He said, I have to be careful what I say, when I say, yeah. and who I say it to, because I speak those things that are not. So yeah. the fourth day was strategic. It was strategic because if Mary and Martha could have manifested it without him, Lazarus wouldn't have still been dead when he showed up. The double-edged sword took place when Jesus showed up. They had been saying, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, but he was still down. It wasn't to the other edge of the sword. Right. Showed up and connected with the sword, their tongue. Reverend. Now he, therefore, the why he had to remind them that I am I the am resurrection. The resurrection. Reverend, you done killed. So, so when the he whole showed thing. up, that's why he said that. I am. So the he delayed oh. the manifestation to avoid the confusion. Exactly. So, exactly. Reverend, that exactly. killed the whole thing, right, there, Reverend? That's, it was. It was. It was not. Because Benny didn't still believe who he was. That's what it was about. Yes. Remember, let's, let's go back to John 3 before we get to John 5. Oh Nicodemus and him are in this battle about, well, are you God? Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe he is. But then he says, you know, the first time he came with spices, next time he come with a testimony. So now we get to chapter 5. And we're in chapter 5 and all of a sudden we are faced with manifestation. Because he doesn't say, I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee, or I am the pallbearer. No, this is a conversation. I am the resurrection and the life. And no one goes to the Father except by me. That's the answer to manifestation. Even the one that was manifested, John the Baptist, sent word to ask him, are you the one? Are? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. And he said, yeah. He said, go back and tell John that the lame walk, the deaf hear, and the blind see. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Yes, sir. That's good, man. Oh. So the one that was manifested had to go back to manifestation. So so what would it And find out. Yes, sir. What is my position in here? 
because I said, Reverend, you done, you done blew my whole mind. So, so Pastor T. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't want to blow your mind, brother. Wait a minute. Right? <laughs> He's trying wait a minute. To... Let, let it go. Let because to make your mind. this man done said that Jesus showed up on the fourth day. Yeah. Because far as the number of men. To prove <laughs> that Lazarus wasn't the Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Reverend. He, he was going to raise him. I think he strategically picked the fourth day for yes, those sir. two reasons, because culturally they believe the spirit hovered over the body, yeah, right. but to also to show this yeah. is, I am the resurrection, not him. Now I'm about to show you manifestation right. oh, because I already spoke in the heavens. Yeah. There had to have already been a conversation between God and Jesus Absolutely. about the fact that he was going. So this was manifestation. Absolutely. That wasn't resurrection. <laughs> what took place on Golgotha. Because it had not been coordinated with any other force. No other man had said that he was going to get up. Nobody believed he would get up. That's why when he got up, there was nobody at the tomb but a woman. There was no collaboration. The only person who believed that Jesus was going to be resurrected was his father, the woman who showed up at the tomb. Because remember, yeah. Yeah. He had to send oh. her to go tell the disciples, disciples. and Peter. And Peter. He yes, already told. Okay, if I lay this temple down, I'll in be, three days yes, I'll, rebuild I'll rebuild it. Not the physical temple, the old earthly tabernacle. He yes, was talking sir. about his body. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Manifestation. They go up to the Mount of the Transfiguration, but everybody can't handle manifestation because there are some disciples who couldn't go. Who couldn't Only go. three could go, Peter, James, and John. Yeah. And then when he went up there, he revealed himself. The Bible says that he, he had a glowing white light. And his glory came because there were only three out of the 12 who could handle manifestation. Because it ain't for everybody. It ain't for everybody. Pastor, what, what? You, you cannot <laughs> leave that story and start going to transfiguration. <laughs> We it are going to spend another 30 minutes. Oh, we got but, but, you, but you know, you know, I'm going to say this that I'm going to drop the mic on the floor. <laughs> but, but, I'm giving y'all last but, word. But, I'm done. But, but, but this is my last word. Stop, man. Because he but, said it ain't for everybody. <laughs> but, hey, say that again in the mic. Because I want everybody to hear that manifestation is not for everybody. Is that your last word? That's yeah, my last word. <laughs> because everybody can't handle manifestation. How many people saw John the Baptist? Who could have saw him and said, he gets to baptize the Savior? Him? Yeah. He? He's the forerunner of Jesus? Everybody can't handle manifestation because it doesn't always look. Because manifestation is hairy. Woo. It's hairy. It stinks. It's <laughs> Bad diet. Woo. Doesn't look like. And, and who would have believed that on that cross? Talk, Reverend. Talk, man. That that was actually a Savior. Yeah. Talk, man. The Savior. That's what, that's what the taunts was about. Okay, if you say, if you are, then come down. That's what, that was his temptation from the devil in the wilderness. Talk if you him. are who you say so you are, are, manifest. Turn this stone, this stone into, bread. into bread. Yeah. Or jump oh. off this cliff. And your father send angels. Lest your foot dash against the stone. stone. Yes, sir. Never allow. See, but he couldn't do it because he understood that manifesting out of season is a dreamer. Who is <laughs> immature. immature. Yeah. And a dream that is premature, premature, God would always say, wait. Yeah. Yes, sir, Reverend. Reverend, you done killed See, this today. And they that wait upon the Lord, Lord 
Because sometimes Ooh. what you are waiting on, you need strength to handle it when it manifests. But that's a oh, different conversation. My God. Lazarus, I think, is the next chapter where the Bible says that they came to see Lazarus. There is a phrase there. I don't know exactly which, which of the synoptic gospels. But the Bible says in the next chapter that when, when Lazarus and Jesus were sitting and eating, they came not just for Jesus but also for Lazarus. This is the reason why I say this because it ties to what Pastor said about the four days. What would, what would they have made out of Lazarus if he resurrected on the third day? They would have made an idol out of Lazarus. Yes. And God doesn't give his children idols. He gives them blessings. Yes. Because the Bible says without me you can do nothing. And I'm going to end with this. Maybe the reason why it has not manifested is because you have made it an idol. And God does not give his children idols. God gives his children blessings. Yes, sir. Oh my Pastor, uh, my last word. I-, I thought about what you were saying. And I think manifestation in the absence of purpose doesn't equal revelation. If I think about this church, um, if I think about what it takes to build this church, a board is a board, but until it can fulfill its purpose, it can't be the church. I think about Christ in that, uh, in 1 John 4 and 7 through 10, in this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that he might live through him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So uh, the manifestation of God was that he had a purpose, and this purpose was to be fulfilled in the earth for our sins. So that manifestation purpose in God equals we have the redemption power of our sins. I just wrote this because it was, it was amazing. Uh, is the reason why you aren't manifesting is because God has strategically delayed the manifestation because you would get confused about who really manifested those things. Mm. God Almighty. <laughs> Your manifestation will, will always be delayed until you give glory to the one who manifested his will Goodness. for your life. Good God Almighty. Listen, I, I don't know where you are right now. To me, this has been, this has been amazing. Because look at God. Look at God in John 5. Raises Lazarus out of the grave. Then you talked about the next chapter. See, the next thing we see him do after he manifests is he multiplies two fish, five loaves of bread. Because when we manifest into the full glory of who God called us to be, there should be more of us to go around. When we really walk, see, because you saw God do something on an individual basis, but the All next right. thing you see him doing is feeding 5,000, not including the women and the children. That's... That's how you know you're manifesting because at that moment you're also multiplying. It's not one thing. Come on, man. And now when you speak, it's not just so you can get a couch in your house. Now when you speak, you're speaking that God will bless your nation, your city, your church, your state, that you're allowing the things that come out of your mouth to bless the multitudes. And I speak multitudes and I'm not telling you this because I'm calling it I heard what he said to me I'm using my double-edged sword I'm telling you what he said there are multitudes coming in your direction people are going to knock on your door seeking your advice and your help 
And you're going to have to have something to say. There is miracle working power within your purview. And don't believe it isn't because I remember the Bible says that the disciples went to Jesus for a miracle. And he said, why are you bothering me? Didn't I give you the power to speak to demons? Now, understand that we don't speak to demons because we're powerful. We speak to them because they're defeated. And because he already defeated them, now we can say that I have the authority to tread on the serpent's head. When you align your will with God's, you'd be surprised at the miracles that, be, that will be, befall your house, that will come into your family's domicile, that would that will be attached to your last name. Stop speaking those things that are not as though they were. He has already spoken those things that are not as though they were. Find out what his will is and say that. Speak what has been spoken. Find out what God has spoken over your life and speak that. I'm above only. Never beneath. I can say that all day. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Why? Because Isaiah said it. I'm the lender and not the borrower. Death and life is in the power of my tongue. Yes, sir. I can say all of those things. I was young and now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. I can say that because he said it. I'm going to give Pastor Torrance the last word. He's going to pray us out. Um, I want you to prepare your hearts to give right now. As you get ready to give, I want you to give with, um, with expectation. I want you to give Ooh. believing that this next seed will manifest something in your life. These are not your final words. I want you to give before pastor gives the final word. And here's why. Here's why. The reason why I want to do it is because if you give knowing the final word, it's an action. But if you give not knowing the final word, it is faith. And faith without it is impossible to please God. I want you to please God with a precede that precedes the blessing, that precedes the announcement. You don't even know what he's going to say. But I want to, I want to know if you have enough boldness and faith right now to release a seed when you don't even know what the final blessing is going to be. They're going to put instructions up on the screen right now. Thank you, Lighthouse South. Thank you, Lighthouse West. Thank you, Lighthouse Central. Thank you, Lighthouse North. You have been magnificent in the pandemic. Thank you for Lighthouse 2.0 members all around the world. Thank you so much for watching this Tackle the Text. They're putting instructions up on the screen right now. But right now, before we leave, Pastor Torrance is about to put an instruction on your heart. I want you to receive it, and I want you to believe that things are getting ready to manifest in your life. Speak to it, Pastor. Pastor, I just want to, because you said so much already, it was so much said up here. So I just want to close with this scripture. And if you would, just go there. It's 1 John 5, 14 through 15. And it says, now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Find out what God's will is. 
and whatever you ask according to his will, God will do. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just want to say thank you just for the opportunity, God, to sit here on this stage amongst these men of power and authority. God, we just want to say thank you. We ask, God, that you just align your will, not just with ours, but with those who are watching us. For God, we know, Lord, what it is that that you know what is in their hearts. But God, align yourself and align them with you. That God, that they are able, God, to speak what you speak. That they become echoes, God, in this earth, God. That will have a resounding voice that will entice others to come to hear that sound. To motivate others to come to build that relationship. That will motivate others to come to seek your face. And God, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for the multiplication, God, that's going to happen because of the manifestation of your voice and your word in the earth. God, we thank you, Lord, that there'll be children who will run to you, that there'll be parents who will come seeking your face, that married couples, God, will bond together in you and become, Lord, a strand that is caught up in your third strand. And God, we thank you, Lord, that power is going to flow, God, because the power has been left, God, through your echo in your voice. God, minds are going to be changed. Hearts are going to be renewed. Chains are going to be broken. God, feet are going to be given stability. And God, we thank you, Lord, through the resounding voice, the echo in the earth, that the devil's hand is going to be broken right now. So, God, we declare, God, in this God, in this prayer time, in this, this video, God, in this broadcast, that someone, God, will hear your voice and speak what you speak. Hear your voice and believe what you believe. Hear your voice, God, and walk how you walk, God. Hear your voice, God, and feel the strength, God, of your power. Hear your voice, God, and change, God, their their perspective in the earth. Hear your voice, God, and sit like you sit. Hear your voice, God, stand like you stand. Hear your voice, God, and sing like you sing. And, God, we thank you, Lord, through worship, God, that someone's life is going to be changed right now. Hallelujah, God. I see it happening right now, God. I see it moving right now, God. I, I feel, God, your vibration right now, God. I feel your strength right now, God. That someone, God, is going to stand in front of a door and, and through your voice is going to open. Someone's going to stand in front of their family and through your voice, God, is going to be changed. Someone's going to stand in front of a sick bed and through your voice, God, someone's going to be healed. And we just say, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for tomorrow. Thank you, God, for new days. Thank you, Lord, that we are not consumed. For God, your grace, God, and your mercy, God, has been on our side. God, I thank you. New mercies are being made new every morning, and we need them, God. So, Lord, we lift you. We praise you. God, we just pray, God, a blessing on those seeds. We pray, God, that that seed go forth, God. That it do a new thing in the earth for those who sent it. God, that seed was sold, God, with an expectation placed on it. So, God, I pray, Lord, that whatever that expectation is, if it be according to your will, hear it. Allow it to work on their behalf. And we say thank you. All the blessings we ask in your 